Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about the film everybody's been waiting for, one of the most anticipated films of the year, of the decade, should we say of the decade, maybe of the century, who knows. Either way, we're going to be talking about Clifford, I can't say, Clifford the Big Red Dog. This is the live action film of... Clifford, Clifford the Big Red Dog, that's what it is, it's, it's, yeah, that's what it is, why, why am I doing this, why, why did I watch it, that's the question, why did I watch it, why am I talking about it, why am I reviewing it, um, yeah, it's not great, but I'll be lying if I said I didn't enjoy some of it, (laughs) there are a couple of jokes that really got me, I thought they were handled really well, but uh, overall the film's not good. Yeah, the film's pretty poor, but it's got better reviews than Eternals, which is quite surprising. And yeah, you know what? I'd say it is better than Eternals because at least you know. You know what to expect. You know, it's a Clifford the Big Red Dog live action slash CGI hybrid movie. So yeah, Clifford is CGI. I'm pretty sure the whole dog, even when he's small, even when Clifford is small... I'm pretty sure he's still fully CGI. Like I, I know he's red anyway, so of course they're gonna have to digitally enhance him anyway. But I do think there's not a real dog been used for a single scene. Like it looks quite hideous the CGI at times, which is strange because I've seen CGI for dogs look better before. So you'd think with a film that the only CGI that's necessary really is the main star Clifford the Big Red Dog. You'd think it'd be better, but it's actually quite haunting. So I'm not a huge fan of how the dog looks and how they've animated him. But yeah, the film itself is just a bit messy. It's nothing like fully dreadful. It's just nothing good. It's just a shambles of characters doing random stuff that makes no sense whatsoever. Clifford isn't even in it that much, to be fair. It's more of just a New York City inhabitants story and Clifford the Big Red Dog just happens to be in it. So there's so many dilemmas that characters are going through that we don't care about. We're not here to see that, we're just here to see Clifford. But for some reason the directing and the writing seems to go in the direction that hang on, we want to know more about these characters, we want to know more about the humans. Like, we really don't. It's the same with Transformers. It's the same with every other franchise that has something major aside from the humans. They always seem to think, yeah, we want to hear more from the humans. Like, Godzilla, the Godzilla and King Kong movies. Why have so much emphasis on the humans in this world when there's freaking Godzilla or there's freaking Clifford the Big Red Dog? I don't care about Jack Whitehall's character who's pretending to be American, and then he pretends to be British at times, which is just even worse than his usual British accent. Like, what is going on? It's really quite strange and bad, but I don't know, weirdly okay. Like, for some reason, it's not as terrible as I thought it would be. It's just fine. Like, it wasn't a painful watch, to be fair. It's an hour and a half. It went by really fast. As soon as it started, I thought, well, it's pretty much over. So it's, it's a weirdly very quick film but it doesn't feel like anything happens just as they start getting used to Clifford and just as people start loving Clifford it's pretty much time to send him to China for some reason (laughs) and then the dilemma happens of course and then it ends so yeah there's really not a lot of substance in this film whatsoever so maybe that's great for kids maybe that's a great family film when there's no substance whatsoever it's just Clifford well Clifford is not even in it that much but it's just a big red dog is in New York City, that's it. 
and you know if you've seen the trailer you've seen pretty much the whole film except for the fact that Clifford gets sent to China but I don't know if that's in the trailer I can't remember it either way the main gags are in the trailer so he goes and chases a massive Zorb ball because Zorb balls let's bring those back it's 2021 let's bring back Zorb balls why not I haven't heard of those for five years it's got to be at least so yeah why not bring them back in 2021 let's do it I don't know, this film is, it's kind of better than it has any right to be, but at the same time, it's not good. I wouldn't say it's a good film at all. I'd just say it's a watchable, um, entertaining-ish film. Like, there's some funny moments. Like I said, I wrote down four things as I was watching it. I wrote down door gag. Now, there's a gag in it when they go into, like, a bodega, and it's so funny, they're trying to block off this door. Maybe I shouldn't say because it's non-spoiler, but... Well, I mean, I can say it, but it's not going to change the fact that when you watch it, it's experiencing it differently. Like, I'm literally just saying it. So there's a gag in it when they're trying to block off a door, but then something happens, and it's really funny how it's handled. I, I actually laughed a lot at that. I thought it was great. And then just like a minute later, in that same scene, there's another really funny gag. There's a guy with a prosthetic hand, and Jack Whitehall throws something to him, and of course, you know, he can't move his hand because it's just plastic, and it's so funny. But yeah, that sort of thing just made me laugh. I don't know why, I think I was just losing my mind, but it was weirdly funny at times, but then other times it was painfully unfunny. So yeah, there's a lot of jokes that do not land at all. Jack Whitehall is just rubbish in this, he's so bad. He's American, right, but his sister in it is British, and he's saying how if he hadn't moved away when he was younger, he'd have grown up with that same British accent as her. But why don't they just get Jack Whitehall to play himself? Why don't they just get him to have his normal accent? I don't understand it. If his sister is British, why can't he be British? There doesn't need to be that difference. There doesn't need to be an American accent in there. Or give her the American accent. I don't care because she's not in it enough to care about. She's in it in the start scene and then pretty much the end scene. And that's it. Whereas Jack Whitehall is in it throughout... So why do we have to listen to his stupid American bad accent? I don't know. I don't get it. But then he just starts imitating a Brit. And then he also comes up and he's like, what's up, fam? And I'm like, oh, shut up, please. It's so painful. God, he's not good in it. So yeah, between this and Jungle Cruise, I can't say that Jack Whitehall has been very good in films this year. But I don't know, maybe people are going to find him charming and funny and sweet, but I just personally don't. I think he's annoying in this. I think he's annoying in a lot of things when he's trying to be something he's not. It's funny when he's just naturally funny and candid. That's what's funny about Jack Whitehall. Sure, when he tells jokes as well, but not when he's doing these stupid accents like he does in this, like he does in Jungle Cruise. It's just bad. It's so bad. <laughs> And I don't know why he's even cast in this. I don't understand what went through anybody's minds to think, you know who we need for a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie? Jack Whitehall, why not? Playing an American, you know, because, yeah, that's a thing. I don't even know why that's a thing, but it's a thing. God damn it. But um, Darby Camp, the younger girl in it, she's good. I like her in it. I think she's kind of sweet and carries the whole film well-ish. But I do think she's a good younger actor anyway, to be fair. I mean, she's good in the... Christmas Chronicle movies, which are very good actually. I do like those Christmas films. I'm going to review those soon because Christmas is coming. <laughs> oh, so excited. Anyway, I um, I didn't like this film. I didn't like it, but you know, I'm not surprised because it's a scary looking Clifford the Big Red Dog movie in 2021 and it's been delayed for some reason because of COVID. So I'm pretty sure this film single-handedly caused COVID to be fair because there's so many 
shots of large crowds. I don't know when this was actually filmed, but I've got a feeling this is what contributed to it. This is why everything just sort of went wrong in life, because Clifford the Big Red Dog happened. Now, I'm a huge fan of the older show and the books, but yeah, this is not... It's not great. I mean, is it a good adaptation? I don't know. I can't remember the books that well, but I just don't think it's one I'm going to watch again. I don't think it's one that's going to linger in people's minds too much. I mean, there's a few things that work. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't work. There's so many shots of Emily, the younger girl, Darby Camp. There's so many shots when she's in frame, but there's no Clifford. And Clifford is right behind her when it cuts to a wide shot. But then it goes back to a close-up of her. And she's giving this massive monologue and speech, which is hilarious, I'll get onto that. But the camera's focusing on her, and Clifford is just nowhere to be seen. I don't understand how, because he's Clifford the Big Red Dog, and I don't think there's a single shot in the movie when the whole of Clifford is actually in that shot, because there's some really dodgy framing throughout, and I don't know why I'm talking about the framing in a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie, but it's true, okay? It's true. When you're watching it, you only see, like, half of his face, because he's so big. So I don't know why they didn't just extend everything out to a wide shot for these other scenes. Because when you've got Darby Camp and Clifford in the same shot, you're only seeing like 2% of Clifford. That's not what you want to see in a Clifford the Big Red Dog film. I don't understand. And honestly, that 2% of him looks haunting. Like his CGI eyes and his CGI nose and his CGI face and his CGI fur. Red fur. Everything just looks dodgy. Okay, it looks really strange and bad. But it's honestly jarring how bad the framing is for half of the shots of Clifford. Because he, he's just not in it. And then when it's literally shots of somebody standing in front of him, but he's not in it, how does that make sense? It makes no sense whatsoever. So, yeah, strange framing, strange directing, strange everything. I feel like some of it, they just couldn't be bothered to edit it. They couldn't be bothered to animate another Clifford into the shot, they just thought, ah, nobody will remember it, nobody will think about it, they're just kids watching this, I'm watching this, I'm 21 years old and I'm watching a Clifford the Big Red Dog film in my university flat, fantastic, what a great Friday night that is, Christ, but yeah, as I mentioned, this speech that she gives, it's so funny, one of the lines I actually wrote down, here's what she says, it's not right to take him away just because he's big and red, god damn it man, <laughs> this script is just too good way too good can't take him away because he's big and red <laughs> clifford the big red dog ladies and gentlemen oh i think i'm done i don't know what else to say about this film it's um yeah it's a blend of bad characters bad acting a bad cgi big red dog but some funny moments some charming moments just a pretty dodgy script and dodgy storyline and it's a classic cliche of being a bad kids film but you know kids aren't going to care they're just going to watch it parents are going to care parents are going to think what the hell am i watching but yeah maybe it'll shut the kids up for an hour and a half i don't know is it entertaining yeah sure for the most part for, well no for some of it yeah for the most part no am i baffled at how audiences gave it an a in cinema score absolutely that's just crazy that's more than dune dune got an a minus eternal's got a b which is hilarious and now clifford the big red dog comes in with an a how the hell does that work i don't know but yeah i feel like if i talk about this anymore i'm gonna just yeah go fully crazy so i'm done clifford the big red dog is it in cinemas i don't even know i do not know at all but it's also on paramount plus I'm not going to say that's how I watched it, but yeah. No idea when it's coming out here in England, but we'll see. 
I'm not going to go see it at the cinema. I would rather jump off a cliff. There's so much product placement as well for other Paramount stuff. Because, yeah, this is distributed by Paramount. And, yeah, of course the little kid in it has a SpongeBob SquarePants USB drive. Like, come on, it could just be a plain USB, but it has to be SpongeBob because Paramount owns it as well. And not a lot of people are going to realise that, but I do. I just see product placement a mile off. I know when the rights to other characters are in a certain thing, and that's why it's only in there. So it's not in there because the kid likes SpongeBob. It's in there because Paramount owns both, and they want to reference that. So, yeah. Yeah, god damn it, I'm done. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Watch it if you want or don't. You'll probably save yourself some time, pain and... No, it's not even pain. It's not pain. I say that, but it's not pain. It's really not. It's better than Eternals, sure. It's just not good. Okay, it's not good. It, it's fine. Of course I laughed at some of it. Of course I had a good time for some of it. I don't know why. I really don't know why. But I can't lie. This is You Can't Handle the Truth. And I've got to be truthful. So yeah, it made me laugh. There, I said it. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Made me laugh at least twice. Okay, at least twice. So yeah, that's me done. And so with that, I've been Kieran. And I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.